scary. Hello, everybody. I am. Thank you. My name is Cora. This is the podcast. Welcome back to Tetra. I'm here. I'm here with my new best friend. Her name is Nina. We are at Ken Boise. Nina, say something. Hello, world. I love you. And come to Ken. It's a good place. How was your experience here at Ken? Um, I would say overall for experience number three, um, it's pretty solid. That was a good meal. This is all like dishes that incorporated uh, things they didn't like to use and things they didn't like. But frankly, I love fennel and uh, whatever the fuck sunchokes are. So I'm here for it. I support Ken. Come to Ken. <laughs> this is my first time here at Ken. I was just. An experience. Wow, I'm not a spokesperson for them. I want to make that very clear. I'm in no way affiliated or associated with the business of Kin. Uh, in addition, this is um, this is becoming way more about Kin than I. I don't. I don't. I don't. Cut it. I'm not Cut. affiliated with Kin, but I like to be. <laughs> so Nina is your average. No, not average. She is your exquisite badass woman who has a 2006 car that should be wrecked, but somehow is still running. Tell us more about this. Oh, Sexy Lexi. Oh, don't even get me started on Sexy Lexi. I mean, we go way back, namely to back when I was in high school. But I've taken this bitch everywhere. I've driven her approximately 150,000 miles on top of the 120 that my parents drove. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's my best friend. You know, she's more than a best friend. She's a partner of crime. You know? Oh, on wheels. Goddamn, I'm talking about Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Danielle Alexis Riviera. Um, you know, <laughs> she has a couple cosmetic problems. That's because I have abused her. But we're past that now. I'm getting her a new, I'm getting her the equivalent of like a facelift for a car. So, yeah. uh, six inch lift kit plus front bumper, back bumper, uh, roof rack. Obviously, I get those LED floods because otherwise, are you even off roading? Uh, maybe like a two inch wheel displacement and then, um, yeah, obviously, your tires. So, anyway, does that answer your question? It does. <laughs> you're, like, you're like falling asleep. You're like, yeah, wait, what? Why did I mention her car? I have lots of alcohol in me. I would say that I also love alcohol. I'm a little sleepy. Oof, yes, wine does not have that effect. What? Wine does have that effect on people. <laughs> I, I live an hour away, so an hour, good I'm going to have to drive a whole hour. Oh, you're sober up, lady. Come on. Get your shit together. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tetra. <laughs> I think that's the first time I actually said welcome back to Tetra. You know what? Let's just pretend this is the first time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tetra. Yeah, that's the name of this podcast. So, oh, we have some tea to spill. We have a lot to unpack here in the next half hour, hour. For any of you wondering, I am drinking this tea. It's called Hanasia, H-A-N-A-S-I-A, Hanasia, aloe and honey tea. It's amazing. I love it. And I'm sipping on this tea with a special straw. (laughs) Where did I get this straw? We'll get more into that. Let's start off with my week. How did it go? 
oh my gosh, it was a great week because um, I had Thursday and Friday off, not just working through Friday, which is amazing. Veterans Day was on Thursday, but before we get into that, let's go way back to Tuesday. Tuesday was a special, eh, there was good and bad. There was actually excellent and bad. I had to get a fucking haircut, which really sucked, and I really did not want a haircut. I went to this place called Graber and Company. It's downtown Boise. It's in Aveda Salon. G-R-A-E-B-E-R. The experience was nice, but I just really did not want to have a haircut. A lot of things are still in the works with my uh, treatment plan and, you know, starting out that medical side of the transition. For those of you who don't know, I'm trans, by the way. Surprise. Um, I just want to let you know right now that there is a lot to know about me and Quite honestly, being trans is, like, not the biggest thing. There's so much more. I got my hair cut. And it was a nice experience. Um, people there were, like, they didn't really care. It wasn't, like, a care in a negative way. It was, like, they didn't care in a positive way. Like, they wanted to go home. But also, I guess, the, I don't want to say, like, supportive. But, like, they there was, like, no issues. And it was a positive experience there at Graber and Company. Honestly, in my whole experience out, um, whenever I just go out and about, I am, I don't remember the last time I was like in quote unquote boy mode. It was probably when like I first got back from uh, South Carolina and then now every time I go out, like I'm just, I'm always in boy mode. Oh, <laughs> I'm always in girl mode me mode um so yeah like do people think i'm trans probably because one i'm six foot and have a very uh strong face so like people might guess that but i have seen some uh women who have some like pretty strong faces so you can never tell these days and really if you're trying to guess someone's gender it's it's not really any of your business unless they uh, decide to share it to you, especially if they're a stranger. You have no right to, like, know what someone's gender is. You can know what their, like, preferred gender is and, like, their pronouns, of course. But, you know, let's keep going. But the most amazing thing that happened that night on Tuesday was when I went to this place called Ken in Boise. Now I have a story, backstory. I've known that this restaurant existed for a long time. They have this thing called Picnic. It's like picnic, but with Ken, like picnic. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? So I went to Picnic and... Oh, so last year, you know, I was on the Tinder game. I was presenting as male at the time. And I was, like, trying to get someone to go on this picnic thing with me. Middle of summer, perfect day outside, 
free meal, like multi-course meal with live music. No one ever, the thing is with Tinder is like, it's just like these half-assed conversations and like, you don't actually meet or anything like that. So it's like the, it's a big waste of time if either party isn't like as committed to like actually wanting to hang out. So I was like, fuck it. I came back from my work trip and I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go by myself because I don't fucking need anyone to go with me. I don't know. That sounds cliche, but I still did it. And uh, I went and it was amazing. So I went in and I was at the, I was at the bar and they had this popcorn and really I, I can, they just like kind of just <laughs> strategically throw shit together and they make it work. <laughs> I'll explain more on that. Um, there was this popcorn they had. It's not like any other popcorn. It was like a pizza popcorn. It was like something. It was good, but it was unique. It was weird, but it was like a good weird. I had two drinks that night. I had this one wine. I completely forgot what it was called. Well, there was this, oh, I remember. So it's a wine that's grown in like the Swiss Alps, like North Italy, that area. Because of the high elevation, there's that low alcohol. Woo! Um, there was a low alcohol content in the wine, but it was a super light, sparkling wine. It was great. Um, I'll get to that later. What was I going to say? So the wine, and then I had a vodka Collins. <laughs> wow, this is, woof, this is, this is Cora, me, at my raw form here. <laughs> and I had this drink, it's called a vodka Collins with apple syrup. And this bartender, her name was Sarah, she made it. It was great thing is this vodka Collins is not on the menu and that was pretty cool I thought because I had a special drink that was like not on the menu and I was like in in a way the main attraction was um this one singer beautiful singer her name is Sam True S-A-M and her last name is True like T-R-U like like the hotel chain <laughs> so <laughs> So she sang and she would sing her song. It's like, she's, she reminds me of, um, oh gosh, Sarah Borales. That's her name. Okay. She reminds me of, I'm getting that kind of genre of music. I don't know what you put Sarah Borales in. Kind of like gender, def uh, genre. <laughs> genre defying music and it was great she was singing and it was just her raw voice and it was just it was beautiful halfway through um we got some hot nudes so we got some i got some ramen we all got some ramen it was so good the broth was good 
Um, the only thing, and you know, it was really hard to like try and give any critique because it was good. The only thing I would say is I wish I had more egg. It was like one egg split in half was a hard boiled egg and some yolk in it. Like for me, I'm a fucking slut for eggs. I love eggs. So I wish I had more eggs, but it was great. And there was like seaweed salad in there. And then there was like some kind of pickled, uh, pickled cucumber, I believe. The only critique that I have is that I wish when the noodles were being cooked, they put more salt. Maybe not because the noodles were a little bland, but the broth was amazing and the garnish that they put in really mixed well together. And that helped water down my um, intoxication because holy cow, I guess I can't really have a whole lot of alcohol because I had two drinks and I was like, woo! <laughs> um, that was great. That was great. Wednesday was just another boring day at work. Thursday, hold on, I'm gonna burp. Just like that. <laughs> Burped in your ear. What kind of podcast this is this? Um, okay, so Thursday was Veterans Day. Veterans Day for those who are veterans and active duty military. It's like imagine, imagine trick or treating except you go to restaurants and you just pick up. And you eat free food, or you could get it to go. It's like trick or treating. Trick or treat. Uh, yep. I like a uh, like a spaghetti and meatballs. Thank you, Olive Garden. Oh, hi, Red Lobster. I would like a uh, key lime pie. Thank you. Oh, hello there, Bluebird Car Wash. Can I have a free car wash? Thank you. You know, when you go trick or treating, there's no trick. It's just like you get your candy. Except for adults, we get like meals and shit, and like oil changes and car washes, and like if you want a haircut, you could get a haircut. And, um, yeah, I went to some places. Oh, Texas Roadhouse, too. You get a voucher for free meals. So next time I go to Boise, you fucking bet I'm going to get that eight ounce or six ounce. I'm going to get that steak for free. Okay. That was Veterans Day. What else? Friday, I stayed home. Saturday. Oh, this is where we get in the meat and potatoes, hon. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what the fuck did I do on Saturday? Let me, let me, I have to go back to my gallery, because holy shit, that was a day. That was a day. Um, Oh, oh, Thursday, I also got some laser hair removal. Oh, I want to talk about that real quick. Okay, so I went to this place called The Spa Boise. It is literally called The Spa. Let me find it real quick. And the, the I have a whole thing to tell you. Okay, where is it? Let me give you the fucking address here. So that way, you know, you are all in the loom. 4900 North Rose Point Way, Suite A, Boise, Idaho. So imagine you're going up Eagle and you go past the um, Meridian. You keep going. 
you keep going and then you go to the Albertsons on McMillan and Eagle. That's on the right-hand side if you're heading up north. Make a left on McMillan. So make a left on McMillan and that's near where it is. 4900 North Rose Point Way. You could also just type in thespaboise.com. Not sponsored. Holy shit, that was good. Like, maybe I should be on radio? No, I have a, I'm too pretty for radio. <laughs> I'm too pretty for radio. What is this podcast? You know, like, we're what, 13 minutes in already? Okay, so laser hair removal. I went there. So just for some comparison, if you go to, let's say, oh, I don't know, Spa 35 Med Spa, downtown Boise. I went, I have it at, hmm, oh, oh, <laughs> laser hair removal. I hate body hair. I also want to remove body hair for um, whatever can happen in the future. So, oh, that's even more expensive than ever. Okay, so I have this receipt, not a receipt, I have this treatment overview for me for what they want to charge for the legs whole face brazilian and face oh they already put face essentially to get um laser hair removal from the ears down including my face Oh, I didn't get the exact price. Hold on. They wanted five thousand four hundred and ten dollars for one, two, three, for six sessions. Are you fucking kidding me here? <laughs> what the fuck? I went to Laser. I didn't actually. I got a phone consultation with Laser Away. Laser Away is more of like a chain place, kind of like a Palm Beach tan. They wanted like $8,000. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, who the fuck's going to pay this? So it seems like a very elite kind of thing to do. I went to the spa Boise. My one session. So the 5000 and the 8000 that is like total cost for the six to eight sessions. So for... Um, spot 35, it was six sessions. And then for, um, for, for laser away, they wanted about 8,000 for eight sessions. So imagine like a thousand dollars per session. What the fuck? Who has that money? Oh my God. Like who has that money? I went to the spa Boise. You want to know how much I paid head to toe Laser hair removal, including face, $150. Now, you might be thinking, what kind of fucking machines did they use? What? How is that so cheap? Let me tell you. The owner of the spa, Boise, his name is Travis, okay? What he does is he buys the equipment, like, like he purchases the equipment, places like Spa 35, in places like Laserway, and what I'm told is that they lease slash they rent their equipment. So they don't actually fucking own it. Isn't that interesting? Also, how much is it to rent that equipment? Like, Jesus Christ. 
That's insane. Are you kidding me? $8,000? Fuck no. So, I went there. Place was legit. Legit. Um, front desk gal, you know, it's pretty nice. My laser hair person, Michelle, she wastes no time. She was like, imagine like flipping burgers, you know, slap the meat on, you flip it over, you season it, you make it hot, and then you, you're fucking done, right? That's how it was for me. So like, okay, get changed. All right, get on the table. So imagine the, um, when you go to the dentist and they have that thing they put around your chest um, for when the doctor, when the dentist cleans your teeth and there's that plaque and they scrape your plaque with their tool on that little, it's that blue sheet. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the size of a piece of paper, but it's blue. So I had that thing covering my, let's say, bikini area. And so she was, I started with my face. I'm like, okay, let's do your face. And then went front side and then back side. It took, and I took my time like undressing because I was like, taking photos and like of the place and of myself too. And, um, I even took my time like getting dressed back again, took like a half hour, which is like really short. Actually probably took less than that. I probably rounded up, but it was like really fast. The lasers, they are very fast. It's like a so it, and like the machine, it looks, it looks sophisticated, like, and it looks modern too. It doesn't like look like an old piece of shit. It's, it's, it's real. And, um, that, so the laser is hot, but they blow cool air on your skin. It's the same cool air that they use for cool sculpting. So it really, it like it burned and then like it would cool off because of that cold air. That was my experience. Would I go? Absolutely. Um, DM'd Travis on Instagram. It's like, bro, like, it was cool. I liked it. Building that human connection. I even left my car. He left my business card. Yeah. So, Saturday. What did I fucking do? That was a fucking day. Okay, so there's this app. It's called Natrell 3D. N-A-T-R-E-L-L-E 3D on the, it's on the Google Play Store at least. I don't know about the App Store. Anyways, you take three photos of yourself, you know, bare chested, left, right, and center. And what your, what the app will do is um, it will create a 3D model of your chest and then you could choose different profiles for breast augmentation and they use the natural ones are also known as the gummy bear implants they look so natural so i used my chest you know i'm flat chested and then i looked at like the low profile the low plus the moderate to full to extra full i looked at them i looked at each one and they all looked very natural i was like oh that's me like that was my chest and like you could see my collarbone too and I was like, wow, oh, that's hot. And it's like really natural too. And I was like, oh, is that what I could look like? 
Now, because I have the best endocrinologist in the world, which is the Powers Family Medicine Clinic out in Michigan, if you know what I'm talking about, you know how coveted it is to be um, working with them with my hormone treatment plan that I haven't yet started because the Air Force is fucking slow on everything. Um, You know that that's pretty good. And I probably won't have to have a breast augmentation because my hormone regimen will be so like good. I may not need a breast augmentation. So that was that. Um, I went to the gym. That was pretty cool. I met with a friend and her name is Misty. And we chatted way, way back in February when my voice was probably deeper and I was like, you know, just very, I first, like, it's, that's when I was like, really, really like, okay, I'm trans, like, I'm ready and I needed, I want to do this. So I posted in the like Boise LGBT groups. I was like, hey, does anyone have clothes that they don't want and I was like here's my size and then Misty was like oh I have something for you and I was like great do you want to meet for lunch she was like awesome yeah and then we met for lunch and then here we are we're good friends so that was cool um we chatted and I was really like tired during that conversation it was weird it was like really hard to chat it was like almost awkward too And then we ate sushi, and then um, as I was about to leave, a friend who I don't know if we're, like, good terms with or not, because fucking girls apparently are so much harder to work with socially. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, We, like, ran into each other on the way out, and it was, like, really awkward, because it was me and Misty and her, her husband, and then it was this friend with her friend i was like oh hello hello but i'm i went out of my way to wave hi so um after that i met with a, another friend who i haven't met seen in a while his name is andre <coughs> andre he's one of the guys who would go to the boise surf wave if you look at my recent, or my, not recent, if you look at my earlier posts and if you look at my story highlights, I was at this place called the Boise River Wave and I was there often. I was there really, really often. And I loved that place and I should probably go back again. I just have been moving around a lot. Just <laughs> every time I go to Boise, it's like new errands. Oh, Oh, fuck. What else did I do? Oh, Thursday. There's more I have to talk about on Thursday. I have a Reiki session I have to talk about. Wow. My life. <laughs> Holy shit. I haven't even gotten to uh, my time I was at Ken. We're, what, 24 minutes into this, and I'm just talking and talking and talking and talking. Holy shit. Stories galore. Yeah. Well, this is my fucking life. Um, where was I? Andre, we talked for like a solid two hours. It was fucking amazing. And and um, he has someone close to him uh, who is also trans. And I met her and 
um, I just felt like huge empathy because I knew, and she's she's still in high school and like oh in Idaho too like oh I'm so sorry like I can only imagine like how hard it must be with like teachers too and kids and like the the kids parents too and like jesus like i could what the fuck like i wow you know huge bravery for those who are younger and trans because really wish that i started sooner but best time to start is now i didn't start sooner just because i almost like wasn't allowed to which is a great way to build resent. So, uh, yeah, we talked and we just really caught up and, um, it was great. It was great. After that on Saturday, I went to Ulta and I got some highlighter and an eyebrow pencil that was pretty cool. And then I went to Whole Foods because they have a restroom on the Whole Foods in Boise. You go on the right-hand side. You go upstairs. There's a bar. There are restrooms. Inside the women's restroom, there is something called a mother's room. No toilet, but it's like a room with like, you could call it like a, a recliner chair and like a sink. It's pretty much, it's, it's a mother's room, I guess is what I could say. And I was in there, and I did my makeup in there, and I came out looking like a fucking goddess. And then I went to Ken Boise. Holy shit, do I have a story for you. Woo! Okay. But before I get into that, I have to talk about this Reiki session. Oh my gosh, I'm going to pause this because my mouth is dry, because I've been talking for so much. <laughs> So I'm going to pause this real quick and then get some water and I'll get back to you. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Got some water. So Reiki, if you don't know what Reiki is, Reiki is like an energy transfer. So imagine you, your body holds energy. Whether you want to call it mitochondria or you want to call it chi energy just energy. You know what I'm talking about? Everyone has energy. It's how they move. It's how they think. It's how they breathe. It's how they function. Call that ATP, mitochondria, electrons. There's also a very spiritual side to it called chi. So Reiki is imagine you have your energy and through your hands, you send your energy to someone else. You send your chi and you share that energy. It's a very healing thing to do. And let's say people have a physical thing that you can heal someone physically through Reiki or even in a spiritual sense. Now for me, I had actually, I did have a physical thing. I just fell on my right wrist while snowboarding and I fucking hurt. So um, we'll talk about that later. But I got some Reiki done and it was amazing. Like, oh 
holy cow, like, it was, it was something else, it really, really, really was, like, I'm, holy cow, like, it was really cool, so I was there, um, I took my shoes off, and then I laid down on a bed, like, imagine a raised bed, um, like, the one where, let's say you're at the doctor's office, and you're sitting on, on their little bench bed chair where your feet hang off imagine that but like much much more comfortable with another pillow for your knees and a pillow special for your head to fit on so like it doesn't um you're like comfortable the whole time and so my feet were opened let's call her Cheyenne Cheyenne was the one that's her name uh she was the one who did the Reiki and when she started, like, she was waving her hands right below my feet, and I felt it. It feels like a tingling sensation. So um, imagine, let's say, you slept on your arm, and, like, it cut off blood flow, and you feel like the little ants inside your blood vessels, and you feel that tingling. Uh, imagine that, but much, much more milder, but not internal, but external, because I felt it on the soles of my feet. It was a very, very slight tingling and then um I just closed my eyes and she guided me into a meditation uh, it was pretty much a body scan check in with your body meditation um starting from the head going all the way down and then going down from my feet felt like a light you know just imagine warmth and energy filling up and that was her essentially transferring her energy from her uh hands to my feet she wasn't touching my feet but she was like really really close and i felt it because even though i had my uh eyes closed i i'm like very and i'm sure you can learn this too but i'm very like situationally aware where i can like feel someone's energy like i can know when someone walks or in front of me left to right and I can close my eyes and I, like I can know so she was circling around me later and I and that's something I'll talk about later um she would w circle around me with the Reiki and I knew where she was like I knew when she was on my right side or my left side even though I had my eyes closed and it was something that's something that is really interesting I don't know if that's part of the Reiki or if that's something I had um enhanced during the reiki but during yeah so during the reiki it was something i had more enhanced and i could even know when she had a crystal in her hand but with the meditation um i felt her energy and light go from the bottom of my feet and fill it up um i I probably fell asleep for about 10 minutes of it and, and and like I rose up. I don't know if that was really intentional or not, but I closed my eyes the whole time. Um, I probably opened my eyes like just once just to blink and then I closed my eyes again. I was awake for most of it other than that maybe 10 minutes. I was uh, probably asleep. The rest of the time I was awake. And it was just so interesting 
the experience because I wasn't, there was no drugs, nothing like that. It was just breathing. Um, she burned sage and trust me, I know what sage smells like. She wasn't burning fucking weed. Okay. Chill out. She was burning sage and like I smelled the sage, but other, that's the only thing I would like quote unquote ingest was just that and breathing and the spiritual revelation I had and the things that I saw and reconnected with and the th future that I know is holy shit. Oh my God. I, oh, I wish I could tell you now, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Um, here's a few words I will give you as hints. Are you ready? Root chakra, dragon, red dragon, actually. Universe, center of the universe cracking open. Armor is back. Future possible golden era. I all I saw myself imagine obelisk in the sea but on another level I imagine like you were dreaming except the dream was real and the whole time and you were like present and you could like move around you could say I was lucid dreaming, but I don't think I really was. Um, another thing that Cheyenne did was she beat a drum. Like, imagine, like, a Native American drum. Like, and she circled around me, and she banged that drum, and, like, it was, like, when you put a hammer against the rock and, like, chips away, it was, like, really letting loose a lot of like the negative energy I was holding inside of me, which I was holding a lot. And I essentially had to release all of that so that the earth could absorb it and then turn that energy into something else. That made me really think of like what the earth does. Like I give the earth my negative energy and then it turns it into, what is it going to turn it into? A storm? Is it going to turn it into like a... Is it just going to go down into the depths of the earth and burn? How can you burn it if it's a spiritual thing, you know? Because burning is like a... Magma is a physical thing, but... So interesting to think about. And then I had to feel the connection of the earth. Uh, and, and by putting my by connecting myself to the earth it was like I was connected to everybody as well I like felt grounded you could say um, people have a energy force field imagine like a bubble 
like a bubble around you. That's like your little force field. Like, oh, hey, you're in my personal bubble. Because when you're close to someone like that, your energy and someone else's energy, they mix. So um, over, you know, when I was in South Carolina, that, that bubble of mine, that little force field, where I just really try and repel any ne- negative energy and I only allow specific certain people um, in, in, my, in my inner circle, my energy field, really kind of like chipped away and even broke at parts. Like the ozone layer, how it's like breaking apart and it's like something seeping and it was just not good. And I was like really, really, really trying to, when I got back, I was really, really trying to build that back up um, with yoga and then with some uh, primal scream therapy and then with um, diet as well and lots of sleep and singing bowl. Um, that's what it was. And it was a really interesting experience. I definitely want to do it again. Definitely, definitely worth it. If you haven't done it, just go do it. And then please, 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 please have an open mind, okay? You have to, the thing with Reiki is that it works because you have to be willing to receive. If you're going to go anything, oh, there's a hocus pocus, yeah, it's it's just not going to do anything to you because you're just not open to receive. When you go into Reiki, um, now, I told Cheyenne that I was a very, you know, spiritual, empathetic person, and um, she didn't have to give me that spiel. I knew what Reiki was. But for those of you who aren't so aware of the spiritual things in life, I'm not talking religious things. I'm talking spiritual things in life. Um, be Have an open mind and be willing to receive energy in, in that way. And you would be surprised with what you see. Like when you close your eyes with what you see, what you would hear, what you would find, where you you could be transported. Because physically I was in that room. Spiritually, I was I was all over the fucking place. I literally was in different places. You could even say maybe teleported. Um, I'm going to have to have a phone call with my uncle and have to ask him some things to just confirm some things, you know. So that was super interesting. Reiki. Now let's get into the real meat and potatoes of... No! Wait! What? Was was it not recording the whole time? Oh, fuck. Okay, I thought that it wasn't recording. It actually was the whole time. So I was like, oh, fuck, what was it? I also listened back and my voice was really, really deep. I was like, I'm really, really working on my voice here. Let's go into my time when I was at Kin. So, got dressed up, like I said earlier. Okay, I, 
I went in and I had that same vodka Collins with the apple syrup. It was great. You walk in and you're sitting down. So imagine like a long table you go to for Thanksgiving and like, like, like a family. And when you sit down, you're like, oh, I'm really close to this person. But you think that, but the tables are just have like three inches of space between them. And so you actually have, even though it seems like you're really tight next to someone else, you really aren't. Um, just enough where you're not so close, you're touching elbows, but you're also pretty close, which is really interesting. So it was a five course meal, but I had some interesting things. Um, First thing I had was a fucking pork rind with cranberry sauce and oh, I don't know what leaf that is. Mint? That was like the starter. It was this one thing. And you know, let's let's play a little clip for you. You ready? myself I do sound a little female but when I listen back I hope it really isn't like deep you know that was it so I had that pork rind and that was weird it was good that wasn't the first shut up phone um the first meal was a salmon they the way they describe the way they make their fucking food and the things with it are like so like left field you would never think of it and somehow it tastes amazing together it definitely gets you out of your comfort zone that's for sure so and it's an experience like I'm not expecting to go to this fucking Ken restaurant and get like chicken tenders like what? No, 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 no. It's not that. It's so exquisite, so eccentric and unique. Uh, the star of the show uh, is Matita Salmon, a lessons and a style of Cosmic Weeks. 
and that is a French method that um, involves uh, brining the salmon uh, for about 45 minutes, and then it's set overnight, and then we uh, cook it at a very low temperature of 40 degrees Celsius, um, and that low temperature um, doesn't allow the proteins to set, so we get a really dense, uh, tender mouthfeel for the salmon. Um, and then we have all those uh, artificial dots that are on your plate. Okay, shut up. That that was that was okay. Second thing I had was this broth with this wonton, and they decided to mix like shrimp and mushroom and something else. That was interesting. Oh, only I knew that was like the second course meal too. Like holy shit. The, so when you think of nice restaurants like that, like the portions are super small, right? You're like, this isn't enough to fill me up. Imagine that like five times. The thing is, the food is so nutrient dense that you feel it's a lot of food too. So you feel full because you just had all those nutrients and you are full because that's a lot of fucking food. When you think of like, oh, those little small plates, like you eat it also like really slowly because it's not like um, eating a burger where you're just like munching or like a sandwich where you're like munching on it. With like food like this, the flavors are just so complex and you just really have to eat it slowly to really unlock all the flavors in your mouth and to taste the whole experience and 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 like you don't want to sw- <laughs> you don't want to swallow <laughs> you don't want to swallow but it's so good it was like so unique and like we had that pork rind chip with the salmon and then let's just call it wonton soup and then after that this wasn't a course either there's like a little dessert so we had a uh, sweet potato casserole on top of mole yes mole like the fucking um mexican dish so imagine like a sweet potato um that's been like a sweet potato casserole but like small like a cupcake size and had the marshmallow on top with mole like the mole sauce and also had carrot with mushroom and it had seeds in it like pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds like who fucking thinks of this what, what what kind of fucking psychopath wants to put sweet potato with Mexican mole, carrots, and mushroom? What? But it was so good. Like, holy cow. I, I want that again. Like, looking at it, my mouth is watering. What in the world is this? Um, I have some pretty crazy bowel movements. So I just digest my food really fast. So I had to poop like two times during that whole experience. And I had to pee like probably three, uh, whenever I sit down. I only, whenever I use the restroom, I sit down. So. Um, so really started at nine and then we didn't, it's supposed to be an hour and a half. We were supposed to leave, or it was like essentially like on, on paper, it's supposed to be done at 1030. We didn't get done till like a little after 11. 
and we stayed and hung out. No, like 1130. And we stayed and hung out. Really didn't like leave the place till like almost midnight. So you think like 9, 10, 11, 12. That's a long time to be at a restaurant. It's not like you go in, you have your reservation, and you fucking leave. Like it was an experience. That's why it was. Um, took some bathroom selfies. Like, imagine the whole time there was dance electronic music. That That's that little eight-second clip you got there. Imagine that kind of music the whole night. <laughs> At a quote-unquote fancy restaurant. I was a little tipsy. So this is optional. You can get the wine taste. Almost everyone did it. You can get the wine tasting to go along with every course, which is what I did. <laughs> so it was a great time. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was great. Oh, my gosh. We had this apple sorbet with an apple chip on top. Imagine, like, eating an apple, like, the same texture of an apple, but, like, ice cream edition. Like, it was so sweet, and it was so good. It was, like, in a shot glass, so it was, like, really small. Um, next dish, oh, this is my favorite one. Beef that was made in a sous vide. I am a, I love sous vide, like a sous vide steak. Uh, <laughs> so imagine, like, you know, steak, potatoes. It was that with this, um, it's called horseradish sauce. That was so good. This other sauce that had some greens on and that was my favorite meal because it was savory. It was like the epitome of savory. That was amazing. I loved that so much. And then the last um, dish was the dessert, which was a cheese with pesto and a bunch of other shit on top. With two little pieces of like thin, like what do you call it, cracker cookie bread. The cheese was so sweet. Like for dessert, you think of having cheese for dessert. This was so good. And I would have it. They gave us a surprise performance. Sam True, who is the same gal who sang at on Tuesday. Let's go back to Tuesday. Um, she, we got a special. She sang a whole song for us. That was whole. So, oh my gosh! Hold on. Let's go. Let's go back. Okay, you ready? She sounds, she, she, she just reminds me of Sarah Borales, which is kind of like what she's compared to in her, in her bio, if you go on the, the website, the Ken website. That was it. 
It was a really good experience. Good food, good mood. It was long. It was a great experience. Um, so I looked at the bill and it was about $100. You may think that's a lot, but no, 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 no. I think that is actually underpriced. I probably would have paid a hundred. Like I, I've actually with tip too, but like I had zero issues paying how much I paid. We being there for that amount of time with the, when you heard the explanation, they gave an explanation of the food before every, everything, with the pork rind, the fucking cheese dessert, the sous vide, and it was a different person every time. With the wine tasting, and how long we were, how long we were there, with the food, I wouldn't, it's all about the experience, you know, I would definitely do it again. And actually, right now, you and I are going to go to canboise.com. And let's see what they have in the future. Tasting menu, picnic, picnic, pocket phones on Instagram. Check out the calendar. I want to know what they have next. <gasps> Was that the last one? Oh, I think I'm going to do the last one. <laughs> okay. Menu 5, November slash December 2021. Oh, here we go. Has the fucking okay? So the regular menu price is eighty five dollars per person, and the pairing is thirty five dollars per person. Beginning October second, they will host two seatings every Saturday at six fifteen p.m. They'll offer the standard menu. Well, at nine p.m. service will be the Saturday night supper club. Supper club features an unpublished menu for ninety dollars, including beverage pairings. Oh, what does it say? Beginning October second. So I just. Um, please know Supper Club will pause from Thanksgiving until after the new year. Um, they will instead offer two regular services on Friday and Saturday evenings to meet holiday demand. So two services. Um, okay. So as a salmon with fennel, yogurt, elderberry, vanilla. Who thinks of this? Podere, Ruggieri, Cunis. Oh, that was a wine piece. Oh, I can remember um, next thing was the olive consomme with shrimp, wonton, celery, blue cheese, and jasmine. Um, next one was a sweet potato. Yeah, that was the pumpkin spice, mole, maiteke, carrot, and seeds. This thing was the bavette, B-A-V-E-T-T-E. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but that was great. The sunchoke, horseradish, banyols vinegar, mustards. That was holy shit. And then for the dessert, it was the Ambrosia Crostini, which was ricotta cheese, mint, brillo, orange, Brazil nut, mint, and parsley. Oh, and the cocktail was the Nectar of the Gods, yellow, chutrus, rosé, herbs, and lemon. That was holy cow. That was, that was good. I'm sad they're not doing the picnic anymore. I'm glad I went, because if I would have, like, skipped out and I realized that was the last one, I would have kicked myself so hard. I'm so glad I went. So, menu five, they, so it's the November, December one. 
That was great. Okay, I have talked for a very, very, very long time. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this. And yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, what, is, um, what time is it? I should go to bed, but um, I'm going to fucking masturbate and then go to sleep. And then uh, I'm going to have a long fucking week at work. So I love you all. Good night.